such a joy to be with you. And um, oh, I've just, I just been getting so blessed this morning. Thank you so much to the worship team. It's just been so, um, just the way your, your, your church, I've just been thinking about your church and how it's a church of, of this, this month is a month of legacy. And your church, is a legacy, your church um, has a legacy of um, both the presence and miracles. And, um, and I just want to just um, honour you. Is it Kate? Wow. Thank you so much, man. My heart's been really pulled today and touched by, yeah, by a woman that just, just believes in a big God and through the, the dirt times, eh, the tough times and the tough and um, the hardest times. And I just wanted to, um, as I was just sitting here, I just felt the scripture was coming to me that Ruth, I had a time with Ruth this week and I just, it was just so precious just hanging out together. And, um, and she was just telling me about um, the miracle that she had one time in, in a tough season. It might have been even last year. And the scripture she said was um, in Psalm 65, 11, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. <laughs> and that verse has been living in my spirit this week. And she was just talking about the miracle of it was a tough, tough season. And she just decreed that the year is crowned with, with um, your goodness, Lord, and the paths drip with your abundance. And then, and then just things just shifted and, and it became just transformed that year. And so I just want to honor you as a, that you carry a legacy of miracles in this church and the way you're honoring miracles and the lives being transformed. And, and I just honor you as, a, as, a, um, as just an exciting, wonderful um, church that loves his presence. Thank you, awesome. darling. <laughs> Thank you, darling. So good. Well, greetings, Excite Church. And, and again, for Vicky and I, it's always just a, a wonderful joy to come and be with you. We Look, honestly, we get blessed being here. Um, we've got lots of favorite churches, but this is surely one of the best favorites. <laughs> and um, so we, we just love coming here and just greetings to um, your amazing leaders and um, the team here at Excite who are just working together in love and unity to see the kingdom of God explode across um, Taitokorau, Northland. Um, it was also a thrill for me this morning to walk in and see an old friend here, Gray Theodore, um, way back in 1980, um, Gray walked into one of the first services we ever held in Moirua. There was about half a dozen of us there, um, and I was a young guy who didn't know what he was doing. And uh, Gray walked in one day and preached a great message, and um, ever since I've never forgotten um, this man and uh, the love he has for the, the body of Christ and, and extending the kingdom of God. So tēnā koi, Gray. Good to see you. So um, all our other friends here in Excite, just so good to be here with you. Um, Kate, I just want to say some people's heroes are sports um, personalities, weightlifters and all kinds of people, but you're one of my heroes. When I hear stories where people have taken hold of the Word of God in incredible adversity and not let go and seen a miracle and just determined to hold on to life, that is amazing. That, I, I just honor you. I honor you because walking through the valley and coming out the other end, um, giving glory to God, is just such a beautiful thing to me. I just honor you. That is so amazing to me. Thank you, Jesus. Um, look, this morning, um, the instant we started to sing in this place, I was just overwhelmed with the, an awareness that there's many, I think there's still many of you out here walking through some tunnels, walking through some dark places, and um, you're facing some 
um, pretty big giants, some mountains that have, have just been standing in the way. And I had just such an overwhelming conviction that don't stop now. Don't give up now. You're on the edge of breakthrough. Many of you are so close to breakthrough. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, don't stop now. Don't stop now. And everything about this service this morning, right up until this point, has been about one thing, stirring your faith. Stirring your faith not to let go, not to give up, not to stop now. Because the darkest hour is often right before the dawn. And uh, the most difficult and the place where it's so easy to give up is in the 11th hour. But I just, I just have such an overwhelming conviction. And Vicky just shared that verse that God's going to crown the year with loving kindness and goodness. And some of you are so close to breakthrough. Keep going, keep going. God is faithful, and his victory inside of us will break forth into your situation. He's the victor, and he lives inside of us. And when we simply begin to confess and agree and line up with his word and begin to align ourselves, get in our alignment with heaven, he, your victory and your breakthrough is so close. So, ah, I just know it. I just know it. So, uh, you, it's imminent. Well, the theme this month is legacy. And uh, when uh, Ruth um, emailed or texted us me a while ago and said, would I do this Sunday on legacy? I've been thinking about legacy. And uh, what a great topic because um, legacy, look, simply means um, inheritance. Something um, the dictionary defines a legacy as something, a monetary or a property gift that we receive from someone who's passed on or died and gone on. That's one meaning, but there's also the meaning uh, legacy is something that uh, is part of our history and remains from an earlier time. In other words, legacy can be something that we've received um, from those who have gone before that can be, um, it's inherited or received from an ancestor or someone who was before us. And a legacy can be good, but it can also be something not so good. There's negative legacy that can come into our lives. And so um, as we think about the whole topic of legacy here this morning, um, uh, it can be good or, or bad. And the good news is that if you've had a bad legacy coming down your family line, if you've had violence, if you've had abuse, if you've had a rejection, if you've had um, broken relationships and all the kinds of things that, that rack our communities and and uh, torment our, our society, then the, the great news is this, that in Jesus Christ, the negative legacy is canceled. And when you come into Jesus Christ, you begin as a brand new creation. Um, you begin with this amazing opportunity to leave that behind and enter into a life now where the legacy uh, flowing into your life is positive, is healing, it's affirmative, is restorative, and it's bringing you forward into the plan and destiny that God has for us. And so, um, whatever, you know, if you're, if you're um, we're invited to receive this amazing inheritance in Christ. And you know, this morning, as I just share some thoughts about legacy, I, I just loved what Paul shared last week about family and that negative inheritance from Adam being broken at the cross. And also... Um, about family, Paul said some great things about raising our kids um, in positive environments and, and building into them great things. And, 
You know, we're offered this opportunity in Christ to, to um, now begin whatever our legacy was from the past. And uh, be very sure of this, that at the cross, that negative stuff stops in Jesus' name. And uh, don't let it remain because the Bible is so full of clear teaching telling us that when Jesus Christ was crucified, we were crucified in him. And the old life was done away with, buried in baptism, gone. And we are a new creation. And so this morning, um, we start off, and I just want to add to the, the conversation this month about inheritance that first of all, we need to receive an inheritance, the inheritance that's ours now in Christ Jesus. And the starting point of developing a legacy or an inheritance um, in our family line and to our generations is first of all to receive the inheritance of Christ. And so the Scripture tells us just in so many places, um, in Romans 5, 17, it says, For if by one man's offense... Death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace, receive the abundance of grace, will and the gift of righteousness. We're not trying to establish our own, we're receiving a gift, an inheritance of righteousness. They will reign in life through the one Christ Jesus. The day I stop trying to be a good Christian and receive the inheritance that I'm already righteous in Him was such a fantastic turning point in my life. Gone was the struggle, trying to be a good boy, and the good one was living his life inside of me. And I was receiving that gift of righteousness, and you begin to reign in life. And of course, you are well familiar in this church with 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, and we are made new in Christ, and uh, we take that today again by faith. In James 1.21, it says, we're to receive the word implanted, which is able to save our soul. And I just love how Kate said she's got a hundred little scriptures around the house. So is Vicky. They're in the toilet. They're over the vanity in the ensuite. They're in the kitchen. They're everywhere. In fact, every notice board I create to put some jobs to do on. She fills it up with scriptures and all over the place, everywhere I go. There's prophecies, there's scriptures, there's the words of God. You know why? Because when we let the word of God be implanted into our life, it is such good seed. As Paul said this morning, when the, the watering of the Holy Spirit comes upon the seed of the word of God, faith ignites in our hearts and we begin to walk in those places God always intended for us. In Acts 20, 32, it says, Now I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. You see, God so wants to get to us this amazing inheritance that's ours in Christ. You know, sometime when you get time, just go through the New Testament, underlined everywhere it says, everywhere it says in Him, in Christ. It'll tell you something about who you are. Or in, through whom? Through whom? Through Jesus. In Christ. Through Him. And because of Him. And all the places. And wow, you'll end up with dozens and dozens and dozens of promises about what God says. We are now in Him. And so our lives are, 
are formed into a legacy begins to develop in our life very simply by simply receiving the inheritance. You may not have got a natural inheritance along your family line. You may have even got a bad inheritance. But the good news is you can cancel the old inheritance. You can cancel the old legacy. It's canceled at the cross. And we can receive life, a life more abundantly. And that's why He came, didn't He? Didn't He? He came that we might live. He came that we might receive hope in our dark valleys, that we might have life and, and receive hope and breakthrough, that the impossible could melt before the Christ within us, that the, the power of the cross was available to us and He wants us to walk in it. Wow! It's good news. It's good news. And First Peter 1, 3 says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And 1.4 says, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. You see this inheritance that we're receiving in Christ and through Christ and because of His resurrection life in us is it's incorruptible and undefiled. It cannot be tainted, the, the inheritance of Christ. And that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. And I just want to um, comment on that, reserved in heaven for you. And I just want to say, reserved in the spiritual realm, which you have entered now by new birth. Reserved in the spiritual realm for you, both now and then. See, we're entering into an inheritance that is both ours now already. Some people have put every good promise in the Bible over beyond when they die. Well, it's going to be good over there automatically. But you can bring the inheritance and the life down here now. We can receive it now. And it's, it's incorruptible. It cannot be defiled. It cannot, and it's reserved in the spiritual realm for you. You see, there's an inheritance that's yours. And no one can take it. God ain't going to give it to someone else. He's got it there for you. Oh, isn't that good? He's got an inheritance for you. Wow, you ain't ever going to be cut out of the heavenly will. The inheritance that Christ purchased on the cross is yours alone. And, and God is cheering us on this morning saying, come on. Come on, family. Come on, family. i got more yet for you. Your inheritance is there, and I want you to enter into it. And so the very life of Christ is our inheritance because of the death on the cross. You know, this thought theme of inheritance is so powerfully illustrated in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament. And, and notice that um, if you've got a King James Bible, it's probably called the Old Testament. All right, the Old Testament. You know what that means? The old will, the old legacy, the old inheritance. And so we know the story um, of, of Israel being in captivity 400 and something years in Egypt, coming out of Egypt through the Red Sea into the wilderness and then finally into the promised land. And when God, all through the book of Numbers and Deuteronomy and those old books there, um, the old covenant books, he talks about 
um, what this inheritance is going to be like. Houses they never built, vineyards they never planted. Um, they would occupy cities that they didn't, they didn't build themselves. But God was, 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 was preparing this place, or he had a place for them to enter into. And so um, that was called the promised land. What a great term, eh, the promised land. Well, all of that story had one objective, to illustrate to us the reality of what God was going to do in the new covenant through Jesus Christ. And we have a promised land. We have an inheritance to enter into. And, uh, you know, God has prepared things for us that we haven't worked for. An inheritance is something you don't work for. It's something you receive. It's something that's given to you because someone died. Well, who was it that died? Jesus. And he left us an inheritance um, that we can enter into. We're not waiting for it. It's here now. He died, didn't he? So the will is valid now. So everything you read in your New Testament, that's why 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For as many as may be the promises of God, they are yes and amen in him. What an amazing time we live in. We have this amazing inheritance. But there was something I noticed as I was just um, browsing through the scriptures about the inheritance, that old, the promised land, the land of Canaan where Israel entered into. There were some things that stood out to me as I was meditating on it. And it says that God was going to give it to them, that he, was, he had this promised land for them. And I thought, oh, that's cool. You know, God was going to give them a land. But then I realized it was so clear that God said to them also, you got to go in and possess it. You see, the land was given, but it had to be possessed. And then he said, once you possessed it, you have to dwell in it. You have to dwell in it. And so I realized that as many as may be the promises of God, they stay in the book until I begin by faith and, and by expectation, begin to read my, my scriptures and, and receive those promises for myself. They, they remain um, here. The will is good. But until I read the will and say, hey, that's actually meant to be manifesting in my life and begin to go after it and possess it, it will remain a promise in the book. And so we, need to, we have to go after the promises and possess them and receive them to ourselves. So, um, picture of inheritance in Christ, that Old Testament whole narrative from Egypt to the Promised Land was simply an Old Testament picture, a picture of what God was going to do for us in Christ. We have a Promised Land. And we can begin to walk in that here and now and go after it. And, uh, you know, let's, let's receive our inheritance. And uh, out of that healed, restored life, and even if we're on the journey, we can begin now to begin to, uh, in our environments, in our families, in our workplaces, we can begin to, um, begin to form a legacy of different things. You know, what a, a wonderful thing it is that into our families we can begin out of a healed life, begin to... Uh, begin to develop good things and great things and things that are going to benefit our, 
and not only our children, but our great-grandchildren. You know, we want to see beyond our children to our grandchildren to our great-grandchildren and begin to be thinking about what do I want to pass on and what do I want to see developing in their lives in the years to come. So out of a healed place and out of our journey, we begin to form this legacy uh, all sorts of way in life. Um, passing on to our children great traditions and habits. You know, when I married Vicky, celebration was not part of my worldview. You know, birthdays were like, uh, just another work day. Um, all forms of celebration were at a very low level. I was non-celebratory. I was a worker. You know, life was about work, not partying. But when I married Vicky, she brought celebration and party into my life big time. Every birthday, every anniversary, every moment, every victory. You know, when I finished the job, I was on the next one. She was going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. Celebrate. I'm so grateful for that. She introduced into our family a strong culture of celebration. It's a legacy. Now our kids all ring each other. They all text each other automatically on each one's birthdays, our anniversaries. anniversaries. Um, they cheer each other on. And so out of my, my life culture, um, while my family was a good family, mostly, um, that was not something that was part of our culture. We didn't celebrate well. And so I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit would put in this girl, celebration. And so you've got to celebrate the great moments of life. There's enough bad things happening in our lives and world that we've got to enjoy and, and get our eyes on what's good and great. And so celebration came into our lives. So we want to pass on in our families great traditions and habits. And man, you can read about some great ideas in Ian Grant's book. Um, some of his books on parenting, um, raising family, just great family traditions. I think in one of his stories he had the celebration plate in their, their family. And each week um, the ch child who had done something, achieved something, or something had gone well for one of the family members that had done an act of kindness or anything, they'd have a, a dinner once a week. I'm not sure what night of the week it was, but the child that had done great got the celebration plate. It was like, yay, this week. And so this, the family would celebrate that achievement. You see, it's just like a simple legacy, a simple culture to build into family life that celebrates and acknowledges that which is good. So, um, and Paul just shared some great stuff last week about building family culture uh, of good character and, and different things that we are all called to do, that we can do because we're in Christ. We can build great families. We can build great culture of a great character and culture. And so, yes and amen. But I want to say the greatest gift, you know, as we think about, sometimes we can think about legacy in terms of material things. Um, and we can think about inheritances as material things that we receive from previous generations. But I want to tell you the greatest legacy you can ever give your family or give your children is yourself. When you, out of a healed life, and out of a life that's beginning to be 
understanding who you are in Christ, you begin to give yourself to your family. You are giving them the greatest inheritance and legacy they could ever have. You know, in our world today, I think love is simply spelled T-I-M-E. And um, for many in our families, this is probably the greatest challenge of our hour is that of being able to spend quality time in relationships, both in marriage and in family, so that we can build a legacy of, of great relationships and, and strong relationships. Um, and so for your children, um, I just encourage you to think about that, that it's not how great a gift you can buy them at Christmas. Don't worry if you don't have a lot of resources to buy a lot of gifts. I'll tell you what, the greatest Christmas I can ever have is little things like mum and dad went and spent a few hours with me playing ball on the beach. You know, don't think it's expensive gifts that are the real legacy. They're not. The greatest legacy is time spent loving and just valuing them as little people. That will make put more into them for the future than any gift you can ever give them. And I guarantee when they get older, they won't remember the gift you gave them material. They'll remember the times you spent with them and the time you just took time to enter their world and be with them. And so that's a difficult call in our modern world, I know, because of the pressures we face. And we were so blessed as, as young marrieds to um, uh, both come from, Vicky and I both came from Christian tradition, um, from families, um, not necessarily walking in um, the best way in that Christian life, I think um, quite nominal. But we had a, a le some legacy of, of work and, and character and honesty and integrity. We, we had some, some great foundations. And I'm, I just look back now and I think the greatest thing that I've ever received in life is a legacy of, 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 of parents who gave to us some of those character qualities that just set you up for life. So our families were not perfect, but they were a blessing. And um, basic character was formed in us. So when we began to have family, which was like 10 months after we were married, not meant to be, but was, we, were, we had some foundations to cope with that. You know, we had some foundations of love and patience and, and gentleness and some of those fruit of the Spirit were, were growing in us. And... Um, I'm just so grateful for that. And I want to just encourage you today that, um, you know, inheritance, when we think about this word here, legacy, what you're going to leave to your family, what you're going to pass on to your generations ahead. Let me tell you, it's not going to be the material things that give them the greatest edge in life. It's not. It's going to be relationships. It's going to be parents who... who valued the gift and the life that God had entrusted them with and were able to nurture that and see that develop to its fullest potential. That is the greatest gift we can give our families. And you know, some of the people who are shaking the planet today in the Christian gospel are fourth and fifth generation Christians. And uh, don't, don't be daunted by that this morning. If Look, if you're a first generation Christian, hallelujah! You're now positioning yourself to begin to build legacy and great qualities 
into the future generations that will make more difference than any material thing you ever give them. And so I just want to cheer you on this morning, wherever you are at your journey, if you're just beginning the journey. And um, I could share a lot of stories this morning about just the blessing of, of, of families, many families. And Paul shared a great one last week about Jonathan Edwards. I hope he's my relative. I don't know if he is. But anyway, Jonathan Edwards and the generations of Jonathan Edwards and the amazing impact of his generations into the, into the generations ahead are just phenomenal. You don't know the value of what you're doing when, when, when you, when you um, love on your kids and spend time and build into their lives. So this legacy, um, not only out of a healed life can we begin to develop all the gifts and talents that are in every one of you. Every one of you is a unique, God-called, amazingly gifted person. And when you be, cut off the old legacy, begin to let the Holy Spirit breathe on who you are in Christ all the gifts in your life. You're going to find business opportunities, amazing stuff just breaking out in front of you because you're now connected to your destiny. The bad gets cut at the cross and we begin to go forward. So we've experienced amazing things through our life and uh, we're also blessed to receive some material inheritance and I don't want to be little lad. I think today we are definitely in the place we're in because of inheritance from previous generations, both materially and character-wise. But if I were to place value on it, it's the, it's the, it's the character. It's the, the things that my parents and Vicky's parents um, placed in her life that enabled us to have um, where we are today. So this morning, um, I just want to, again, just say this. No matter where you are on your journey, I just want to cheer you on. I want to cheer you on. I want to celebrate with you today. If you are beginning your journey and you're beginning to, you're battling with some unruly kids right now and you're finding that hard, don't give up because everything you place into your family, everything that you begin, you begin to develop cultures of, of, of positive cultures in your home, you begin to build from a house of fear to a house of peace, from a house of violence to a house of gentleness, to a house where love may have been absent in your generations. You now are an amazing channel of great love to the generations ahead, and you're building into your family. Every step you take toward Christ is going to have a reward beyond your wildest dreams. I can tell you that. I think sometimes I've only moved this far toward Christ. But what he's done is just phenomenal. And I can stand, Vicky and I can stand today and say, the ways of God, the word of God, the works of God are so phenomenal. I would not trade it for anything on this planet. The inheritance of godliness is the greatest legacy that you can have on the planet. So this morning, as we're just closing out today, I want to cheer you on. I want to say to you this morning, don't give up. Don't give up. If you're a solo mum and you're struggling, you've got, little, you've got little children and you feel like your life has just gone, you know, like you're not able to do a lot of things you see others doing, invest in those kids one day. The inheritance through that will far exceed any overseas trip, any, anything that you can do with your life. 
the legacy of your children is just the most powerful legacy on the planet. And so this morning I want to cheer you on. I want to say this morning, if you haven't, if you're still struggling to cut off the old legacy from the past, then this morning make this the place where you say, enough. The cross broken, the power of Jesus Christ canceled the negative inheritance of the past. And this, this morning, will be the final moment where no more the old will rule my life. And now that beautiful nature of Christ, which is my inheritance, will dominate my life. I want to just encourage you this morning, let's stand and let's just ask Jesus this morning. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to come and encourage our hearts today.